welcome to Cali Stars Young and Famous with Christina Rule. And I'm Christina Rule. And I'm your podcast host. I think this is the very first podcast for Latinx kids by Latinx kids about Latinx kids. And yes, you guessed it. I'm Latina. My family is in the entertainment business. Movies, TV shows, cable news, magazines. But hey, this is not just about me. This is all for you and the next generation. Meet the young and famous stars who are making their dreams come true. I hope they can inspire you like they inspire me. Hi, this is Christina, and this is a happy Back to School podcast episode with one of South Florida's young and famous stars now in L.A., Kevin Bosch. Bosch? I have to ask him how to pronounce his name. Well, it's spelled B-O-S-C-H. I actually know him as Primo Kevin from the Jenny Lorenzo YouTube program. And he's one of my favorite writers, directors, actors, comedians, and artists. On social media, he goes by Who is Kevin? Actually, he has it as Gincarajos Kevin. It's really not a bad thing to say in Spanish for Cubans. Trust me. So, I'm so, so happy to talk to someone whose work I've been following for a while now. I started watching with my family to feel like my Latinx slash Cuban life is totally normal. He's one of the funniest characters on the show. And I don't think he even wants to be in the spotlight. This is why I think we should know more about him. But first, here's a clip of the show Kevin works on. You can find it on YouTube. Okay, here's the back to school clip featuring Jenny Lorenzo playing many characters and Kevin, who the teacher and others don't even recognize, as usual. Ah, here we go. Okay, so now I'd like... Uh-huh. You, you didn't say my name. Who are you? I'm your student, Kevin. Uh, okay, I've never seen this kid in my life, but. All right, well, you can stick around. You're welcome. You know, there's the air conditioning and. Uh... Okay, you always had a banana to everything, but whatever, super weird. Hola, tia Maruchi. ¿Quién carajo eres tú? Okay, bueno, menos mal que ya empezaron las clases porque tú estabas metida en la casa como una aburrida todo el verano. Okay, kids, call me for the haircut. Okay, love you, bye bye. Hello. Hi, this is Kevin. This is Kevin. Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, Christina. <laughs> um, I'm recording. Is that okay? That's okay. Okay, so, um, are you, first of all, are you mad that, um, we're late? No, I'm not mad. Okay, good, because we were running on Cuban time. Oh, okay. That's what I figured. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so, this podcast, the theme is, um, who, what, where, when, why, and how. Okay. 
So it's like can get a hurt Kevin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, who who is Kevin? Why yeah. is Kevin? Where is Kevin? How is Kevin? This is this is good. I like I like that. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly how it Oh my god. Okay. Um so first who? Um Ginkato is Kevin. How do you um, what who are you? Me or the character? You. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, most people don't ask about me, so I, I always have to wonder if they're asking about me or the character. Um, well, my name is, is Kevin. Um, the character is named after me, just by, by coincidence that I, that I played him. Uh, they named the character after Kevin. Uh, I am a, uh, it's a good question. I'm a writer, director, producer, comedian, uh, who makes digital content for, uh, the internet and hopefully for, for other things in the future well what do you tell me more about that and do you what do you want to be called like what do, are you mostly known for yeah that's i mean that's an interesting question because that's i feel jenny and i talk about that a lot about like what it is that we do and what's what it's called and right now, the stuff that we do when we make videos and things like that, a lot of like a lot of people like to call that like content creation. Um, some people think that's kind of like a boring a term to use. Other people would just like to say filmmaker or video producers or whatever it is. Um, so in reality, what I've learned over the years is that uh, it doesn't really matter. Like people kind of get hung up on titles and on, on you know the names of their jobs and stuff. And and ultimately, it's like as long as what you're doing you enjoy it and you can describe it and you're happy with it. Um, so like Jenny has even more titles. She's actress, comedian, you know, she does like so many things. Um, but yeah, I think the, the easiest thing when I explain it to people is that I am a digital, you know, I produce digital content. Digital content is what they call everything that's not like television or film. Like film is, you know, movies and theaters and television is stuff that's made for television and digital is is the internet uh which for you that's all you've ever known but for some of us there used to never be videos on the internet or an internet at all so <laughs> it's fairly new <laughs> well um but you're an actor so well technically i guess so uh, I don't. I don't really consider myself an actor. I don't. I don't really like Jenny is an actress, uh, or she's an actress. She would go on auditions and she plays other characters and things like that. I just happen to sometimes appear on camera and sometimes play characters. So technically, yes, technically I'm an actor, um, but I, that's not my main thing. Like I could go the rest of my life without acting, and I'd be happy. I'd be fine just producing and directing and writing. Uh, whereas I know Jenny, for example, she loves performing too. That's where all her creativity comes from, is is performing, and that's where her writing and things like that come from. For me, I do acting because I have to, because there's nobody else to be in the videos. So I'll, I'll, I would pop up in the videos and act. Well, if you if you don't want to 
mostly be known for acting or you're not mostly known for acting, do you even like um acting and being Primo Kevin? Yeah, I actually really do. Um, and I think that's one of the interesting things that I learned when I moved to L.A. to, to, to follow sort of like creative career was that you kind of have to do a little bit of everything. Uh, and I've always liked, uh, I don't like, I've never really been into acting, but I've always liked uh, performing or talking to the crowds or, or doing like stand-up comedy, things like that where I, I talk to people. I've always enjoyed that. So I feel like when I have to act in our videos, it's kind of like a version of that. So it doesn't make me unhappy. I do enjoy it. I do like it. And it is interesting that the character of, of Primo Kevin has gone from me literally just being like, oh, we don't have anybody else to be in this video. Kevin, just like sit here and then me making faces to now like whenever I'm on camera, I try. Now I have to like act. I have to like come up with things that the character would think or say or ways that he, he Kevin, Primo Kevin looks different when he's on camera than I do. Like, he makes faces that I don't make in my, in my regular But you're life. So, so good at it. Well, thank you. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's, he's a, he's like a, kind of like a more, um, like, uh, what sort of looking for? He's a more, um, innocent, uh, version of myself. So he's like easily impressed by everything, happy to be there, even if people aren't, uh, don't know who he, don't know that he's there. Whereas, like, I'm the opposite. If I'm somewhere and people don't know who I am, I would probably leave. <laughs> Uh, so, so he is a version of me that that isn't necessarily the, my, the real me. <laughs> then, who is the real you? Um, like, that's a good question. Is, we're getting deep in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> what, what, uh, like, what exactly do you mean? Like, who's the real me in terms of um, just like. Uh, what do you do when you're not um a, acting, being a comedian, writing? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, I mean, right now that I, that's a lot of what I do, um, and it is my work, but I also enjoy it. Um, I've also spent a lot of my life before I mean, so LA. I when I still lived in Florida, I even though I was still trying to produce and, and make videos, I um worked a lot in events so i used to organize events like film festivals and uh, i used to run movie theaters uh i used to be a projectionist i used to be the guy that would like run the movie when even when they were filmed like old old movies um so i really enjoyed doing things like that i like going to real in-person events um i'm a very big back to the future fan and i plan uh back to the future fan events where like the fans get together and hang out I really like events. Um, even though I don't work in it anymore, I do enjoy attending them or helping organize them on my, in my spare time because I do think that like it's important. Even though we do things, it's like the internet and we watch things on TV. I think it's always important to have a place for people to get together and, and have a communal experience, enjoying things that they like. We can't all just sit at home all the time, you know. I st- like yeah. I stood by a DeLorean. Oh yeah. Yeah, from Back to the Future. Where where did that happen? Boca. Oh, in Boca. Yeah, I I just stood next to one, <laughs> and it was so was cool. It, was it on display, or was it just somebody's car that was in the parking lot? Just somebody's car that was in the parking lot. Yeah. So so when I was now I know a lot of people who own DeLoreans and people who even made them look like the ones in the movie. 
um, at events and stuff, they bring them and it's cool. But when I was a kid, uh, I loved the movies and I just didn't know that that car existed in real life. And uh, one day we drove by a gas station near our house and there was one there. And the, that for some reason, the, the people who owned the gas station had a DeLorean they just had it outside all the time. So that, that was my first experience, just seeing it. It wasn't at an event or anything. It was just sitting in a park, in a in a gas station. So they are pretty cool cars. They're very different than other cars. Yeah. Um, the one I saw, it was, it looked like it kind of jump came out of the movie. But again, I haven't watched the movie yet, but I'm planning on definitely watching it. So can you explain, without spoiling, can you explain what is um, Back to the Future? Sure. It's, um, I mean, it's, I don't know how much I'll spoil it, but it's, it's essentially a story of uh, this kid, this high school kid, who's friends with this scientist. And um, one night, he, the kid accidentally gets sent back in time when his parents were his age uh and then him the kid and the scientists from 30 years ago have to like figure out how to um get him back to his time but also so that his parents actually meet and get together because when he went back in time he ruined that he like got in the way of his parents meeting so obviously that that's that that's not a good thing so um yeah because yeah. if your parents don't meet then you never become alive. You were born. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the that's the conflict, you know, and that's that's kinda like what um me loving that movie as a kid, I think, is what kinda got me into the idea of writing and producing and making things because I really enjoyed it. It really like had an effect on me and it's such a well written movie and such so well acted and well directed that um I think that that's one of the reasons why I always wanted to make movies or videos and things like that because of that movie. Why do you love it so much? Um, it's hard to say. I think that one of the reasons is, you know, there's there's three of those movies. Uh, and I, when I was seven years old, um, I is when the, the third one came out of the theaters. And I saw it, and I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> it confused me. and But I was a sort of kid that wanted to understand so I kind of kept like asking my cousins and my sisters questions and then they showed me other movies. So I think to me, initially it was a puzzle. It was like, why is this so confusing? I want to know. Uh, and then eventually once I saw the movies, I really enjoyed the, the, the story and how interesting it was that they went back in time and they fixed things and things like that. So I think it was just more, um, it's kind of like the same reason to be honest that I like filmmaking is because, um, I like filmmaking in terms of like being problem solving, like, if we're going to shoot a video, like today we're going to shoot a video, I'm going to go over to Jenny's house soon, we're going to shoot a video, and it's with Abuela and, and Jess Laney, and um, we have to shoot at all these different parts of the house, and that sometimes takes a lot of time, so it's like my job to figure out, my job as a director is to figure out how to shoot this, and make it like, not take forever, and make it make sense, and make it look like these two people that are played by the same person are in the same room, and they, they're where we're going to get all the props, so it's like, problem solving and I kind of I think that was a thing with me with Back to the Future when I saw it out of order when I saw the last one first was that my brain kind of wanted to figure out what was going on in the confusing movie and that's kind of how I approach life now like I just the work that I do is like how do we make this event work how do we make this video work um it's kind of like putting together a, a not a puzzle but like a like solving a puzzle you know yeah um and speaking of 
taking videos with Jenny. Um, where did you learn to do that kind of stuff? Well, I went to, I did go to film school when I, in Miami. Uh, and, uh, and funny enough, Jenny and I went to the same school. We went to Miami Dade College. But not at, at the same time, but we didn't know each other. She went there for theater, and then she went to the University of Miami for, for film, and I went to that school for for film. Um, and, yeah, so, it, you know, it's, it's you can go to school and learn it, but honestly, like, a lot of the stuff that we do, we just learned on, on our own. Like, as long as you understand what's going on or, you know, it's, 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 it, it, it's good to go to film school if you can, but it's not necessary, I think you can always go and, and learn things just by watching. I learned a lot, honestly, from Jenny. Because when I moved to L.A., she was already in the middle of her career, and I started working with her on the videos, and I just saw how she just did things. She just got things done. She's like, we're going to shoot on this day, and we, the people will get together, and things would get done. And for somebody like me, uh, I used to overthink it too much. I'd be like, oh, I want to shoot a short, and I would like take forever planning it and thinking about it, and then I'd never do it. And from her, I learned that it's a lot easier than it looks. And sometimes you just have to do it. Sometimes you have to, um, like Iron Man says, you have to run before you walk. Like you just have to do it, and then you're learning it as you're doing it. You know. Wow. Um. So, why? Why did you? feel like you wanted to do that instead of doing something else why did you choose that and why are you still doing it yeah i think that there's um that's a good question i think when i moved to la to 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 do this the reason i left florida i left my life and the things i used to do there for a living and my friends and my family and stuff is ultimately it's like I wanted to do something creative. And I think we all want to do creative things, and people do it different ways. Some people are creative when they cook or when they fix cars or when they play sports, even like, you know, playing sports or things like that can feel creative and fulfilling, like you're making something else. Uh, and I, I used yeah. to get a little bit of that from events, but um, I just really wanted to create things. I wanted to be able to make money being creative. Um, yeah, but and that's what I've, I've been able to do. If... Um, you want to be creative, you could also be an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By, like, well, I mean, um... It's all, it's all art, you know? Yeah, so... You are... Tell me more about how, like, it is art. Um, well, I mean, I think, I think art can be... I mean, there's specifically, you know, when you say artist, sometimes you mean specifically, like, painters or people who draw or things like that. But art can be anything, I think, um... As long as it's something that you're creating and you're putting, uh, you're putting your heart into it and you're putting meaning into it, uh, I think you know some things can be sort of art. Like you can, somebody can make a table. You're right. And, you know that. Sorry, go ahead. You're right. Art can yeah, be. Yeah, like I just. Art can be sorry. anything. Right. Right. As long as you're creating it and you're putting your heart and meaning into it, um, it could be art can be anything. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, that's beautiful. <laughs> and, um, okay, now it's the how. Okay. 
how do I how do we do it? Yeah. How do you how do you do it? <laughs> uh, specifically like the videos that I do with Jenny or or, or anything in general. In general, how do you do it? Um, I mean, you have to, in order to do anything, you have to, like, first, like, You make it look so easy. Huh? You make it look so easy. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's the point, too, is that in in a lot of work like this, you have to, um, it, it can't look like it's hard or complicated, so I think... You know the videos that we do. I think a lot of people get watch them, and then like they, people say that they forget that Jenny plays all the characters. And you know we work really hard and and put a lot of details so that nobody notices that like you know we we could shoot Loritza and then we shoot Loritza for a couple hours, and then we switch the camera and we shoot Marucci, we shoot her mom, and you know we we add lights, we close windows, we open windows, we do things so that everything matches and they're looking the right direction, and everything. We put a lot of effort into it so that when people watch it, they don't have to think about it. So when people watch it, it just looks like it's a thing that happened. So it's it's a lot of work to make it look effortless, to make it look like not a lot of work went into it, which I think is always the best, um, the best outcome. Is when people don't see the work, when they can focus on on the comedy or focus on her acting and not focus on the other stuff. Yeah, not focusing on like, wow, that's like a. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. But it is, but that's what makes it... That's what makes it it. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know where... Honestly, like, Jenny and I talk a lot about that, how, like, it literally wasn't meant to be a character. It was meant to be a joke. It was just supposed to be, like... It could have been... If we had had any other actor, or even if David had been home that night, it would have been somebody else. It was literally supposed to be like some random person that nobody knows and was never going to be seen again. Um, and I think one of my favorite things is that the thing that he's known most for is the catchphrase, the can't get a house given, and he doesn't even say it. It's not even his catchphrase. He doesn't say it. Somebody else says it. Um, so I think it's really like, I didn't really do anything. I just sat there and made, you know, like looked. And then those Jenny's reacting as Loritza and as Marucci that really like sold the character, you know? Yeah. Um, who is your favorite, um, one of Jenny's characters? Because Maritza um, hates you, so who is your favorite? The, it's hard, it's, it's tough, because I really do, at this point, I love all the characters, and, and when I, even when I watch it, I'll be honest, when I watch it, like, I was just, we were submitting the videos for some awards recently, and I had to go and watch some of our old videos to see which one I wanted to submit, and I'm watching older videos, and I just, like, I forget that she's different people. Like that, 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 I'm sorry, I forget that's the same person. I really buy into it. So um, I think uh, Abuela obviously is great. I think Abuela's classic. I think that there's something about Jess Laney that is very Jenny. Like, that's, that's her. That's most of the closest that we're getting with a real person is Jess Laney. Uh, Loritza is great because it's such a unique character and we realize that later on that people love Loritza because she's not like anybody else because there's nobody else on TV or, or movies that look and act and talk like her. Um, I have a like a big crush on but, Marucci. But, like I think Marucci is great. <laughs> but, 
But just let me. We've invented Michi. Wow. For some reason, Michi. I really love Michi because Michi came out of nowhere. We were the first video that Michi was in. She, uh, we, we, there wasn't going to be a Michi. It was just going to be Flor talking to the camera, as if the people watching was was her daughter. Um, and wow. then we decided we needed to show her. And then Jenny went and put on a wig and came downstairs and started doing the character. And me and our camera woman Christina were like, "Who is this person?" Like it was a child, like showed up out of nowhere. And I'm always really impressed when when she plays Michi because I really do, like more than anybody, I buy that she's like a kid that she's like a. <laughs> a real person so I really like Michi for some reason because like, I think I, I saw how she was born she just came out of nowhere and she's a real character you know aww so um okay thank you so much first of all and um so you're, you're saying so you're saying that Jessalini is Jenny's is Jenny like favor or or more like her? Cause Jessalini yeah, dark. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's her favorite. I really don't know which one's her favorite. I think Abuela's her favorite character, but you'd have to ask her. I just feel like when we have Jessalini, or like today we're gonna shoot with Jessalini, um, all the other characters when she dresses up. And oh I'll be honest, God. when I direct when I direct the different characters, they're they all like I treat them all differently. Like I feel like they're all different people. And just Lainey just feels like she is somebody who is more of a, a real person. Like, she's kind of serious and insightful and, like, doesn't, like, go into hysterics and stuff like that. And there's a part of her that seems very real. Like, we can take just Lainey and put her in a movie that's, like, a, a serious movie and it, and it would still work. Um, and I'm not saying that's how Jenny is in real life, but I do feel like it's the most kind of, like, normal character that we have. Um and, and 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 Jenny is like a lot more personality wise. She's not as gothy as Jess Laney, but she does like spooky things. You go to her house; it's full of like haunted mansion and like fun ghost stuff. So she—that's probably the one closest to her personality. Uh, I think Loritza is when Jenny was younger. <laughs> that's when she was a teenager. That was Loritza, and then now <laughs> now Jenny's uh, Jess Laney. <laughs> Um, they grow up so fast. <laughs> um, where can we find you? Um, I mean, every, uh, everything that I do right now that's worthwhile is, is, uh, it's anything that Jenny does. So, um, yeah, if, you know, on YouTube, uh, Jenny Lorenzo's uh, YouTube channel, um, on Instagram, I'm, you know, like, I'm, my name, Kevin Bosch. You know, at Kevin Bosch on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, also at Kevin Bosch. Um, yeah. But yeah, all the all the videos and stuff that I that I produce are on Jenny's channel. So you Wait. should also. I tell my friends and family that well, I'm like, you should follow her because that's where you see my stuff. If you follow her, so yeah. Are on Instagram? Aren't you Ginkadahus Kevin? Yeah, I mean, that's one, like, you know, the handle is Kevin Bosch, but then the name is King Garaos Kevin, just because it's, it's how people know me when they, when they see that I, when I comment or anything, they, they realize that I'm the person that plays that character. And I know you as another character, 7-Eleven Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, 7-Eleven Kevin. That's a, uh, 
that's a character that I invented actually a couple years ago. And me and my friend, you know, because there's, there's influencers, you know, there's people on Instagram and on Twitter and stuff who have enough of a following that they, like Jenny's technically an influencer, even though she's an actress and comedian and producer, she makes a lot of money when we do ads and things like that. When somebody says, hey, put this, you know, type of pizza or this, this kind of product in your videos, um, that's how she makes money. So she's technically an influencer, but there are influencers who just, all they do is they go to like, Disneyland, or they go to like travel, or they go and then they talk about that. So I thought, me and my friend thought, wouldn't it be funny if there was an influencer for something as like normal and un un luxurious as Seven Eleven? And it happens to be that my name rhymes with that. So it, I, I filmed the video a couple years ago, and then I just put it. I didn't really do anything with it, and then this year I just thought, oh, it'd be funny if I released it, um, mm. and people seem to like Seven Eleven, Kevin. Uh, I don't even know I'm, where, where I'm the, sorry the about 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live across the street from 7-Eleven uh, here in West Hollywood, and I would literally be there all the time, and I started to know the inventory, and I was like, oh, they're out of this tea that I like, and, and, and it was just funny how much I knew about 7-Eleven. Uh, <laughs> that's where that came from. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. Oh, and um um sorry i forgot a question that's important what advice okay. do you have for kids like me um yeah that's a good question and i think that you are i don't think i have to give you advice i feel like you have you're a good example like i feel like here you are doing a podcast right yeah but and you're doing it you know like i think the thing that you you embody, I feel like I'm impressed. Like I'm impressed that you have this podcast and you call, you know, you, you email people and you call people up and you interview them. And a lot of kids, when I was a kid, I wanted to make movies. Uh, even Thank when I was like you. in high school, I wanted to make movies and I was afraid. Like I had the knowledge and I had like the understanding and I just wouldn't do it because I thought, Oh, it's going to be bad or it's going to come out bad. You know, there was a fear of like things being bad and bad and bad. And now I look back and I wish, I wish I would have made all those bad movies when I was in high school because I would be making better movies now. Um, so I think that that's my advice is especially when you're young is just do it and don't worry about it, whether it's good or bad, because it's, it's going to be good because at some level, because you are putting your heart into it and it might not be the best thing in the world. It might not be the most original thing in the world, but it still will be good because it's a little bit of, of each of everybody who makes it. Um, and, and I think it's easier now, too, because you, if everybody has the tools, like, uh, like what, you know, this podcast is essentially a radio show. And when I was a kid, I wouldn't be able to do this because this tools and stuff like that didn't exist. Now, you know, with iPhones and computers and everything like that, you can produce podcasts, you can shoot videos, um, and, and you can edit things like right on your phone. And so I think that now more than ever, it's important to tell kids to like, just try, just try it, make, make mistakes, make all those bad ideas, because a lot of people, there's a fear of that, like, oh, don't make that, that's a bad idea, or that's already been done, and it's, even if it's an idea that somebody else has already done, like, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but yours is unique because it's your podcast, you know, and the same thing with Jenny, like, there was a lot of people doing sketch comedy, but when she started doing her sketch comedy, it's unique because it's her, and there's nobody like her, you know, so I, that's my advice, is, Use all the tools available to you and just 
make stuff and make mistakes and make bad things. Like that's that's what I wish I would have done when I was a kid. I wish I would have made a oh. bunch of bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because be better now. You could watch the movies like today. If you made the bad movies, you could have watched them and laughed and seen how yeah. you've evolved from yeah. making those bad movies into what you are right. doing today. Right, and then that's how you learn, too. Like, nobody ever just gets up and makes. Nobody writes their first book is, like, a masterpiece. Nobody's first movie is, a, you know, everybody, they, the masterpieces come about because they did a bunch of mistakes first, and they learn from them. So, so yeah, I do wish I had a bunch of old, bad movies from high school that I could watch and then laugh at, but also be like, oh, that's where I learned that, or, oh, that, that's where I learned not to do that, <laughs> you know? I had, I had an old movie, a, a thing I did for class, I remember, once where um, a, the, the characters changed clothing in the middle of a scene, like, like or we changed the scene and they were wearing different clothes because it was a different day. And I learned from that that, like, sometimes that doesn't matter. Sometimes the audience, nobody notices. And a lot of people worry about things like that. Like, obviously, you should worry about that. But, like, I learned about how little the audience pays attention to things that are not important. Um, so it's always good to just do an experiment, especially when you're young. So these are my bad podcasts. No, no, no. I think these, I feel like you, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I think I was listening to some of these podcasts. I think these Just are kidding. really good podcasts, <laughs> and, uh, and I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. I think you're very good at this, and that's why you, um, you. I feel like you, when you're my age, you're going to be doing amazing things because you already started really strongly. Uh, like I'm really impressed. Like I, you know, Jenny has a podcast, and I've recently started producing that podcast. It's a lot of work. I didn't realize how much work it was to to put on a podcast. Like I was literally I'll edit all night and you know, all this sort of stuff and you have to like email guests and get you know schedule things and stuff like that it's a lot of work and and then here you are at your age and you're doing what Jenny and I are trying to do as a podcast so it's very impressive I think it's um I think I, I commend you for for the work that you're doing because it's very good oh thank you so much and you're doing great things too like, and after you get used to um, how um a podcast is, then mm-hmm. it actually just becomes more of a fun activity or a hobby. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. This is a lot of fun. You said that you were filming today. Mm-hmm. What are you filming today? Can you, like, give us a tiny, tiny hint? I want I'll tiny give you hint. a hint. I'll give you a hint. And it's the only reason okay, that we so came up with this idea was because we mm-hmm. wanted to release, we, we will sometimes release, you know, Fridays. And then Jenny realized what day this Friday was. Do you know what day this Friday is? Give me a second. Um. Okay. Like, oh, number? my God. It's Friday the 13th? It's Friday the 13th. And then we're doing a video with Jess Laney. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, God. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So that's how sometimes it comes to us. We'll just say, like, we want to do something that is themed to this thing. And then we do it, and we write it, and we come up with the idea based on, like, oh, it's that day, or it's that holiday, or it's this, you know, whatever it is, so. Yeah, like when it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a lot of Halloween videos, because we both love Halloween. Um, but we're going to have some fun with Jess Laney and Abuela on Friday the 13th. I can't wait. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so, so much. You've been amazing. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to keep going on. Yeah, yeah. If you no, say, thank you. no, thank you, and I say, no, thank you, thank and then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did you go to Killian? Oh, yeah, and um, did you go to Killian? I did not, no. I... I... I don't know, I think, I don't know where Je- Jenny went. Um, I, as much as I make content and say, oh, Miami, 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 I grew up in Broward. I'm a Fort Lauderdale kid. So I went to Fort Lauderdale High School, home of the Flying L's. Okay. That was our mascot. Thank you. The, the dumbest mascot. <laughs> it's literally an L, the letter L with the wings on it. That's but, how I pictured it when you said the Flying L's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Look for the new episode Kevin worked on after this podcast on Jenny Lorenzo's YouTube channel. Go to at Kevin Bosch on Instagram where he is a 7-Eleven influencer and more. Go to my Instagram at Christina Rue, no H in Christina, for our next giveaway. Congratulations to Katarina Rodriguez, our my first camera winner. She's on my page too. Oh, and go to CatalinaMag.com for the latest issue of Catalina Magazine and the launch of Catalina Stars. Did I mention we have partnered with NASA, the space agency, to help us launch our stars into the schools and beyond? And look for the launch of our vegan Catalina snacks inspired by FX star Justina Adorno. This is all thanks to my patrons on Patreon. Now go to Patreon if you would like to be part of Catalina TV, Catalina Star Magazine, and this podcast. Thank you to all my patrons. Jim, Tammy, Steve, Caridad, John M, John D, Alex, Thomas Salesman, Vincenza, Isa, Luidin, Superstar King Mike. Visit me on Instagram at Christina Rue for links to behind the scenes pictures and links to the Latinx Catalina Stars site, my Patreon account, and more. Thank you. Bye.